Hello, I'm Stephanie Taylor, a senior associate within the Brands Group of Bristol's. Welcome to our podcast on the latest guidance on jurisdiction and without notice applications. I'm joined by my colleague Abby Wise, also a senior associate, who will be covering the recent High Court judgment of Easy Group Limited versus EasyFly SA. Abby, can you provide some more background on the case? Thank you for the introduction, Steph. Easy Group Limited is the owner of the Easy family of brands. I'm sure that most listeners will have heard of the budget airline EasyJet. Easy Group Limited is known to take the enforcement of its brands very seriously against other businesses using the name Easy. Easy Group owns a number of UK and EU trademarks for EasyJet and EasyFly, which it licenses to the relevant airline operating companies within its group. So what was the issue that the Easy Group were complaining of? Easy Group issued proceedings against the Colombian airline which operates under the name EasyFly, alleging trademark infringement and passing off. Easy Group recognised that it was not able to bring proceedings in the English courts in respect of EasyFly's activities in Colombia, but it alleged that EasyFly had carried out acts of infringement in the UK and EU. Easy Group applied for permission to serve the claim on EasyFly out of the jurisdiction in Colombia. The claim was based on alleged trademark infringement and passing off caused by 1. A press release announcing a sale of aircraft by ATR Aircraft to EasyFly. The press release was published on ATR's website, which is hosted in France, and was made available in hard copy in the UK. 2. The logo and livery of some of EasyFly's aircraft flown through EU airspace on test flights and in transit back to Colombia. 3. EasyFly allowing UK and EU customers to buy EasyFly flight tickets via its website. 4. Marketing emails sent to UK and EU consumers by EasyFly. And 5. EasyFly's website itself. So what did the court decide? Permission was originally granted by the court, but subsequently EasyFly applied to have that permission set aside. The court was therefore tasked with considering the merits of the respective applications. In order for Easy Group to be permitted to serve the claim out of the jurisdiction, the court had to be satisfied that there was a serious issue to be tried on the merits, the claim fell within one of the jurisdictional gateways, and that in all the circumstances of the case, England is clearly or distinctly the appropriate forum for the trial of the disputes. What was the court's opinion of Easy Group's claim? The claim fell within a jurisdictional gateway as the relevant rights were UK and EU trademark rights. Easy Group were seeking an injunction restraining EasyFly from carrying out acts of infringement in the UK and EU and the alleged damage suffered was dilution of the brand in the UK and EU. The High Court also considered that England was the appropriate forum for the trial of these issues. A significant question in these types of cases is whether there is a serious issue to be tried. What did the court say about this? The court was persuaded that there was an arguable case with a real prospect of success that EasyFly's website was targeted at UK and EU consumers, as buying tickets on the website and receiving direct marketing emails were intrinsically related to the website, the court reached the same conclusion in respect of those acts. The court also considered that the use of EasyFly's name in the press relief gave rise to a triable issue although this was possibly de minimis, as very few copies of the press release were circulated, as did the flying of the planes in EU airspace. Accordingly, there was a serious issue to be tried in relation to each allegation of trademark infringement. This meant that the court agreed in principle with the original decision granting Easy Group permission to serve out. 
What about the permission to serve out of jurisdiction? Easy Group had applied for permission to serve out of the jurisdiction without notice. In a without notice application, the applicant has a duty to make a full and frank disclosure of the matters material to the application. In this case, Easy Group's application and evidence had failed to set out a number of material facts, such as that Easy Fly is a domestic Colombian airline which only operates internal flights within Colombia and not in the UK or EU, and that Easy Flight's website is only in Spanish and it only accepts Colombian pesos or US dollars. The court concluded that Easy Group had failed in its duty of full and frank disclosure. What did the court decide were the consequences of Easy Group's failure in respect of its disclosure? Well, the court considered whether or not to set aside the order granting Easy Group permission to serve the claim on Easy Fly in Colombia. The court acknowledged that the effect of setting aside the order would be to require Easy Group to start the claim again. If this was the case, Easy Group would only be able to claim damages for six years back from the date of any fresh proceedings, rather than six years from the date of the existing proceedings, which began in 2017. As Easy Group's failure to provide full and frank disclosure had been clearly detrimental to EasyFly, the court decided to set aside the order, effectively forcing Easy Group to start the claim again. Thanks, Abby. The takeaway from this decision is the importance of the obligation of full and frank disclosure when making an application to court without notice. There could be possible serious consequences of a failure to comply. Now that the Brexit transition period has ended, making an application to serve a claim out of the jurisdiction is likely to become more common. The next podcast will cover Monster Energy's opposition to Robot Energy's application for hybrid and the analysis of bad faith conducted by the UK Trademark Registry. Thanks for listening.